Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 370. I spend my life to work on a safety. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Do you know the best way to protect your vehicle, both the exterior and interior, is with a car cover? I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. 2015 marks Covercraft's 50th anniversary. They've manufactured premium quality exterior and interior covers here in the United States with a reputation for durability and design. They're the world's largest manufacturer of custom patterned vehicle covers that are crafted to fit with over 80,000 patterns and growing. You can choose from dozens of fabric options and accessories, all designed and carefully sewn for your special vehicle. Made in the USA, Covercraft is the right choice. I've protected my special rides with their covers for over 40 years, and you should too. Learn more today at Covercraft.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I am revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Eve Morizol. Eve, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Oh, sure, you know, but uh, you, like you can see, my dish will be around uh, not too bad. I will do my best for all your people who was hearing your radio. Wee <laughs> wee. Oui, oui. I think you'll be just fine. Eve Morzo is the president of Stand 21, founded over 45 years ago in Dijon, France. Stand 21 is the world's leader in head-to-toe, made-to-measure racing gear. Following the most stringent safety and medical standards with over 150 employees, Stand 21 products are conceived, engineered, designed, and entirely handcrafted within their own facilities. With a passion for safety, Eve created Racing Goes Safer, Stand 21's Safety Foundation, a nonprofit organization with a primary purpose of promoting enhanced motorsports safety. So, Eve, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment and share a little bit more about your business and, of course, your passion for automobiles, safety, and racing? I think, you know, if I'm here today in racing, I'm still working because I love what I'm doing. I was a baker when I was a young kid. And uh, I stopped at 23 years old when I saw a crash on a racetrack. Mm. I helped the driver to come out. He was badly hurt by fire. And I decided to take care of this sort of accident. It was in 1970. Mm -hmm. And really, I learned so much in my life that I have a passion for that. And I still love what I'm doing. You know, this is going to be a wonderful discussion we're going to have here today because I've been aware of your company for so long. I have a couple of your race suits back from when I was racing vintage cars. And the fact that a young man saw something that affected him so greatly that his passion, his journey in life was going to be to make things safer for drivers is such an inspirational story. I'm so happy to have you here on the show. And we're going to learn more about you and Stan 21 as we move along. But first, I always like to start by asking my guests for a success quote. It's some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and your success, and it's a great way 
to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars Yeah. Eve, I know you love to drive, so take the wheel. Okay, I will take the wheel, you know, and uh, but I need a I need a coach like you to <laughs> show me the way. To, because I am not American, I'm just a French guy, you know. Me, you know, after what I was telling you some minutes ago with the crash I have seen, I spend my life to work on a safety, and um, I create a lot of things. I was in contact with big guy, hero for everybody, you know, and uh, today I still. I still like what I'm doing. You know, when you have a passion like I have, it's so good to have friends around the world say, hey, Eve, thank you. Your product saved my life. Or like you, some minutes ago, when you were talking, I knew the name of your company. I was wearing your equipment. And you were proud to wear our equipment. Yes. Because it's exactly the, the attitude that I want for, not I want for my company, you know. I want some, uh, people who are working in my company are dedicated to their customer. That's why we have a special network, you know. We are not in all the shop. We are not in everywhere because we cannot, when, we are, when you are in a made-to-measure business, really you have to be close to your customer. Absolutely. Well, you are so passionate about safety and about making gear that drivers wear that protect them. You created a nonprofit organization titled Racing Goes Safer. Could you tell our listeners a little bit more about Racing Goes Safer? Oh, yeah. You know, easy, because some years ago, I was in America with some friend like Dr. Terry Trammell, my friend, old friend John Melvin, uh, with my, my buddy Bob Hubbard, Jim Downing, all these people who give a lot of things in the racing uh, community, you know, medical people, Jim and Bob who invent the hands, you know. I have a good company. I'm making, I'm making good money. How can I give back something? Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, I will I take a certain percentage of my turnover. And I decide with these people and with the help of Snell, with the help of the FIA, with the help of all the people to have lecture around the America, you know, we do every year one in uh, one in Pirai Show, one in Long Beach Grand Prix, one in Indianapolis. When we do some like that and we educate people for the safety. Because, you know, huge difference between now and 40 years ago. 40 years ago, it was maybe around the world 50, maybe 100,000 people who were racing. Mm-hmm. Today, we know about just the FIA as 1.5 million. Wow. America, USA, you have about 500,000. And just a Porsche club who have no racing driver license, I think it's 250,000. <laughs> wow. We can tell around the world it's close to 3 million people who race. And these people, you know, the future of racing is not the young kids at 18 years or 16 years old will race. The future of racing is when the people reach 40 years old, the kids are enough big, he make good money, and he said, okay, I start to race in a small category and I learn in my, with my Porsche car or with maybe an off-road car, you know, a buggy or maybe a small dragster, you know. And just they start to race and they're starting to, to love racing and they're happy to race seven, eight, ten times a year. They, don't, they are not here to make a championship, but they are, to have, they are here to spend good time. Mm. And it's uh, the future. Why is the future? It's because these people, when they, these people, when they go to race, they want to be safe. Yes. And they want to come back at home in good shape, have a good time with their wife, their kids, and go back the day after at, at the 
at, at the business to make more money for the next time to get more money for the race. <laughs> yes, I think it's wonderful what you've done, and you're absolutely right. Having been a vintage racer, I know how important safety is. I've seen cars catch on fire on the track, and it's a comfort to know when you're surrounded with safety gear from uh, the underwear you have on to the shoes, the helmet, the uh, the outfit, the uniform, the Hans devices, all these different devices yeah. are, are so, so important to help people uh, survive any uh, uh, accident that they might have on the track. I think it's absolutely wonderful what you're doing. Would you share with me a story that instigated your passion for cars? Is there a pivotal moment you remember in your life, maybe as a young man or a young adult, when you really knew you were a car guy? I think when I was uh, 12 years old, I was watching a, a newspaper named Sporoto, and it was a car, L'Etoile Filant, who was trying to beat the Salt Lake record. I remember the car was so beautiful. And it, three months ago, it is incredible, I was in Mexico for the FIA Worldwide Meeting, and I meet one guy who is one of the owner of one of the two Etoile Filant. Mm. Also, in 64, when the Volvo P554 won the East African Safari with the, the Singh Brother, I was completely on my ass how the car was beautiful. Mm. And I said, oh, I, I love this car. And you know what I did? I bought a 544 maybe 20 years ago, and I, I do a replica of this car because I was loving this car. Mm. One also, my big moment is... In, in the 70s, when Emerson Fittipaldi, one Formula 3 driver, get a crash around uh, my town of Dijon. Mm -hmm. He was on the way to Switzerland. And I've been to see him in the hospital. And oh. he, was, uh, he was a young roaster, and I was a young roaster. <laughs> Same thing with Danny Sullivan. Danny came to see me in, I think, 1973. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was uh, a guy with close to no money. And the way we share, uh, we discuss together, and he was coming here to see the racing suit. And uh, it, it took so many souvenirs, you know. And what was the worst time? It was in the 70s, you know. Every year in Formula One, we were losing friends, you know. And it was very tough yes. because I knew very well, like Ronnie Peterson, like, you know, and like Didier Pironi, like uh, uh, my friend Patrick de Bayer, you know. Mm. And it, we, we lost so many friends. And now you can see, because the safety, was increased for the, the chassis, the, the, the car design, the, the extinguisher, uh, the strap, the helmet, the racing suit, all that. Now you, can, you have crash, it's incredible. But don't forget, close to every weekend, there's so many races around the world. Every weekend, it's a bad, bad crash. Well, it can be fire, can be head on neck uh, problem, can be... You know, so many, so many, but so many people are racing too. Yes. Wonderful childhood memories. Uh, but again, we come back to safety, which I know is so important to your heart. Obviously, to all of us drivers, it's incredibly important. And sometimes safety is one of those things that you just don't want to think about because you don't want to think about something bad happening. But it is so, so important. Eve, what I'd love to do now is take a look at some of the roads you've driven down. You've had a very long illustrative, successful career. With all of this comes difficult times, huge challenges, or even great failures that we faced along the way. Would you share one of those times with us where you had a huge challenge or even a great failure with your career? But the most important part of this has to do with 
How did you overcome that situation, and what did it teach you? I think I can tell. If you told me the big uh, the failure, everybody gets failure, and we learn more from the, we learn more from the failure from the good thing. But you have to make to make less failure that uh, that you have to you have to make more good thing. <laughs> yes, but good uh, failure. You know, I get uh, we get sometimes. You know. When I was in, uh, at the beginning, I was sharing a, a factory with somebody to manufacture the racing suits, and the guy screw me, you know, he, he, and he was screw me for the quality one day, and I get a big battle with a guy. And in one minute, you have to move from a friend to an enemy, mm. move the fabric to your place with a buying sewing machine, buying running machine, you know, and it's it was a failure because it was a failure because as a friend. But it, it's on the same times. It's you have to do that, otherwise you you will not be the. I will not respect my standard, mm. and it's very very important to to respect. And after other failure, I get a, a bigger one in ninety two, ninety one. I was starting my helmets production, you know, starting my helmets line, stand twenty one helmets, and I was hiring a, a very nice American engineer, Tim Alsmer was working before for Simpson and team designed the helmet making everything and I was uh, I was with a bank Credit Lyonnais and they told me oh uh, um, if, we, if we put this amount of money we will give you this amount of money give you a loan for that but when I came to them in 92 to get the money they told me oh no 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 more no more money because on page 23 alinea this you are, we have the right to come out. But the bank was in bankruptcy. That's why. Oh, challenging times, both from the first story, a personal challenge with somebody that was a friend that uh, became a challenge for you and you have to move on in life. And of course, then dealing with banks and loans and uh, things that are completely out of your control. Certainly both are huge challenges was there something that came out of each of those that helped you move forward? Was there a big lesson? Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I control everything. Uh, I say any product from Stand Twenty One is designed by us, yes. by the management, designed by my engineers. Mm-hmm. We go through the test, that FIA test or SFI test or Snell test. Yes, manufacture in our factory. I have a, here. I have my factory with helmet, racing suits. Uh, it's here in Dijon, mm-hmm. and in India, I have my own factory, my factory. With, I make the shoes, I make the gloves, I make the all the luggage, I make all the underwear. We make the balaclava. We make you know. We did so many things, mm-hmm. and I have a hundred percent control. That's why now I have no more friend in the company. <laughs> yes, and a second lesson from the bank. Yes. After that, I said, no more bank. Yes, yes. I would say, I was pick, uh, spending maybe five, seven years to put the money on the side mm. and uh, be aware of the bank. You know? Yes. Don't, today, my company is very, very strong because we, we don't need bank. You know, I have, I don't need bank. Wonderful lessons for you entrepreneurs listening out there. Get yourself in a position where you don't need a bank. You're self-funded and you don't have those debts and those loans hanging over your head. Exactly. <laughs> yes. And I, I, I don't have to compromise for that. Yes. You know, when I manufacture handmaids or racing suits or hands, 
I can do the best because I know I can pay. My customers, they, they want to pay the best. They will have the best. I don't have to compromise to make more margin, you know. Yes. I don't want, I cannot tell what happened in a lot of market, but, uh, you know, I want to respect the rules. And that's why my relationship with Snell, FIA, SFI, they, they respect us. Very good lessons there. Let's shift gears here, Eve, and go to the other end of the spectrum. Could you share a story with me when you had a very much of an aha moment in your business, in your career? Uh, tell me the steps that you took to turn your aha moment into your success. You know, when I came in Formula One in 74 with my first racing suits, I was nobody. I was just a small French player and I was nobody. And my friend Jacques Lafitte told me, hey, come with me, come with me, come with me. And two years later, I was on a map. And three months later, 80% of the Formula One was wearing my equipment. Wow. Because we was the best equipment at this time, but at the same time, I was over there when nobody wanted to be there. Mm. And I was, it was very, I was very successful. That's how, if you go on my website, you will see the four drivers on a barrier in the Portugal Grand Prix. You can see Ayrton, you can see uh, Alain Prost, uh, Nigel, and uh, Nelson Piquet on the barrier, with the, the fourth with the Stand 21 racing suits. Yes. And it was a time that you cannot believe. But at the same time, I was working with people from Indianapolis. I was working with people at Le Mans. Le Mans were also very, very, very popular. And, uh, you know, it was, I was before a lot of people on the racing world market. Yes, and I was I never been like a, some of our customer a marketing. Mm. We are a safety company, not a marketing. Safety, that's the key, the aha yeah. key. Yes, very very important. Wonderful. How about proudest career moments? I would assume you've had many many very proud moments in your career at Stan Twenty One. But is there one in particular you could share with us today? When I am in the middle of nowhere and you meet people, say. Hey, like you, you told me I was wearing your equipment. I imagine for, for me, a, a, a guy from Burgundy in France, I know we have good wine, but sometimes I don't sell wine, you know. And you told me I'm one of your customers and I was proud to wear your equipment. You know, what is really impressed me, that's when I am with somebody uh, like uh, Dan Gurney or with uh, the big name in racing, he said, hey, Eve, how are you? I'm so happy to see you. You know, I'm somebody. And I was thinking I was a baker in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I had no money. Now I am somebody respectable in my my dream. I'm, I'm in the dream, you know. And I will be happy when one day when I will be on a, on a cloud number 21, you know, <laughs> watching yes. down the kids and the people who are working with me. Saying, hey, guy, you did a good job. You do a good job. <laughs> You know, absolutely put a big smile on my face with those comments here because people that are listening to cars, yeah, many of them want to do something in the field, in a field they're passionate about cars. And Eve, you are a wonderful story. You're a baker in a small town, but you had a dream. And through a lot of hard work, a lot of effort, exactly surrounding yourself with great people, you were able to achieve that dream. I love that. I love your comment of uh, up on the cloud 21 looking down. And feeling proud. Let's have a little bit of fun here. What was your first really special car? And maybe you could share a memory you have with that vehicle. My first special car when I was a baker, I was working with my dad 
and uh, it, it, it was uh, a difficult time. I was working, uh, I said, 10 or 11 hours a day, a lot of times seven days a week. And uh, I, he was paying me with a very, very low money. Mm-hmm. Oh, and when I turned uh, 19 years old, he came one day, he said, hey, Eve, just because you are a good worker, you do your best, come with me, I bought a car for you. Ah. And he was, but he was a used car. Uh-huh. With not two million of miles on, but more two hundred thousand miles. He was Alfa Romeo, Giulietta, uh, thirteen hundred. You know, yes. a small coupe. Yes. And it was wow. I was looking this car with my haste, but hey, after this car cost me so much money because everything was always <laughs> <laughs> oh, <was> breaking. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I spent my life on my. My, my thing. And after, you know, I was more calm with racing. At the beginning, I was thinking, I want to be a racer. I want to be a racer. But after one day, I get a Renault 12 Gordini used car because I never buy a brand new car. Now I can't buy a brand new car, but at this time, it was just used car. And I was playing with my car around with French, you know. I was fast. I'm fast. <laughs> I'm good, you know. I'm that good. And the day after, one guy called me. Say, hey, Eve, can you let me your car for maybe one hour, two hours on the racetrack because I have to practice because Renault asked me to race with a car in, uh, in one month. I have to make tests. Can you do that? And he take my, took my car. One day after, I was making the best, best lap on the track and he, he kicked my ass for like four seconds, five seconds. <laughs> the guy was after a French champion, a, 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 a vice world champion in rally, you know. Somebody very fast, you know. It just show, and I learned that in my life. You know, you have a professional driver who has an incredible capacity. Yes. And after you have drivers, good drivers, and after you have good sportsmen, and you have to have people who like to play with their toys. And don't try to be a champion when you know, just want to play with your toys, otherwise <laughs> you will overpass your capacity. Yes, humbling experience. It sounds like. <laughs> that exactly. occurred there. <laughs> yes, very good. I love that. How about a vehicle that you've owned in your life that you've sold that you really wish you had back in your garage? Oh, I own uh, some days uh, Daytona Ferrari from Patrick de Payet. And I was I sold I, I sold the car after two months because it was too much work and I don't have the right garage to put in, you know, and I and I sold, I buy for 40,000 francs. It was maybe $10,000, maybe less than $10,000. <laughs> and yes. I sold maybe for, I sold maybe for $12,000. <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> hey! Oh, yes. Well, I always ask all my guests that question. And it's interesting what people have owned in the past. A Daytona, wow. Very nice car. But yes, back in the day, very expensive. It was cheap. It, oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I saw, I saw here the... GTO Ferrari from Burio mm. uh, was for sale for uh, 30,000 uh, 30, uh, uh, francs. Mm-hmm. It was about $5,000. Oh, wow. 71. 71, yeah. But nobody can believe that how much cost the car today. And, but the car was, was beautiful, super beautiful. But you need money to run a car like that. <laughs> yes, yes, money and knowledge. And I don't have the, I don't have the money. I, and the money, you know, I don't have the money. The money has to be in my inventory, in my fabric, and I, I don't, I never get the money. 
building your company instead. Yeah. Yes, well, sure. I, never, <laughs> I never get money. I understand. How about current projects? What are you guys working on right now there at Stand 21 that really has you excited and fired up? Oh, a lot of things every day. You know, next week we have our franchise meeting. Like every year, you know, we have the people from 35, 40 countries from around the world coming here to see us and to have uh, to be teach for the new technology, to be teach for the new sizing. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we are working on uh, the new helmets, you know, who will be both standard FIA 8860 on the Snell uh, uh, 2015. Mm-hmm. We are working on the program because we don't want to make two levels of helmets. We just want to make the best of the best. Mm. Because an helmet, you just have one head. You have no choice. <laughs> yes. Okay. And I think helmets maybe will cost $1,500, $1,700, But it's so different. It's so big that if the people doesn't want to spend the money, that's not my problem. My problem is to save life. It's different, you know, a different world. Yes, absolutely. Yes, very cool. Well, wonderful new products. We can't wait to see those come out. Fantastic. Now, here's a very introspective question for you, Eve. Very personal question. If you were a car, what kind of car would Eve be and why? I, it's a good question. <laughs> you know, I have a dream car. Mm-hmm. I already have a dream car. When I will leave you, I will go in my car, come back to home. You know, I have an Audi A8. Uh, oh, Audi A8. Nice. Yeah. Uh, 10,000 kilometers, you know, 6,000 miles. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely a fabulous car. I was playing last week with my Lancia 1600 HF in a small rally. Yes. It's a fabulous car. I have two old trucks here. I have a, a Chevy 1951 and a, a GMC 1950. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yes, in a, in a, vers- in a red, red road version. You know, I love, I love all my cars. But if I want to be a car... I'm 68. I want to be a, a calm car, very strong, very uh, comfortable, and uh, very easy to drive. And I will be A8. A8. Very nice. Yeah. I think you're the first Audi A8 here on Cars, yeah? So that's a first. Very cool. Spectacular cars. Great answer there. So Eve, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Metrovac has been manufacturing and providing quality automotive vacuums and blowers since 1939. I've used their portable vacuum and blowers for over 15 years in my garage, on my cars, motorcycles, around my home, and you should too. Their Air Force Master Blaster Revolution is my go-to tool every time I wash and detail my vehicles. Powered by two twin-fan 4.0 peak horsepower motors, the Master Blaster delivers up to 58,000 feet per minute of clean, warm, dry, filtered air. Dry your car without a towel and avoid those nagging micro-scratches. Perfect for the wheels, engines, motorcycles, and all those frustrating water traps in trim, door jams, and seals. Check out all of Metrovac's quality products, deliberately made better in the USA. Metrovac is the right choice. Learn more today at Metrovac.com. Use discount code CARSYA20 and you'll get 20% off your first order. That's right, 20% off. Details at CARSYA.com slash sponsors. 
Have you turned your key and heard that dreaded tick, 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 tick because of a dead battery? No worries. I've got the NOCO Genius Boost Jump Starter. This compact tool fits in your glove box and features rechargeable lithium battery technology that will start a dead battery in your car, boat, truck, or RV. It packs a whopping 12-volt, 400-amp starting power and can start up to 20 dead batteries on a single charge. Plus, it has built-in spark-proof technology with reverse polarity protection to safely jumpstart your vehicle. The compact, ergonomically designed clamps are solid copper for maximum conductivity, and there's a built-in ultra-bright dual LED flashlight with seven modes, including an SOS emergency strobe. It's easily rechargeable with a USB outlet, and you can charge your smartphone or tablet while you're on the road. Works on any 12-volt lead-acid battery. The Genius Boost from NOCO is the ultimate emergency tool that's safe and easy to use. Quality design, state-of-the-art technology from NOCO, your battery care source since 1914. Get yours at GeniusChargers.com. Okay, Eve, we're back and we're entering the last lap. And this is where I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So are you ready? Yeah. What is the best automotive advice you've ever received? Never go over your capacity. (laughs) Yes, very, very important, especially on the racetrack. Will you share one of your personal habits that you believe has contributed to your success over the years? Ah, yeah. I think when I wake up the morning, when I shave myself, I like to see my face in a mirror. Yes. I want, and I want to look relaxed and honest. Ah. I don't want to screw anybody. <laughs> you know what is good after 45 years? You can come with me with any paddock and we meet together in Rainsport. You remember? Yes. Uh, have you seen? Everybody came to my booth. All the top champions came to my booth. We yes. Have, uh, we have no enemy. You know, because you, we try to, to respect our customer on, on like our friends. Yes. On our friends like our customers. Yes. You know, and this is true, listeners. I met Eve at Ren Sport. I was introduced to you by Marty Fiolka, who's going to be a guest here on Cars Yeah. And as I was standing there talking with you, so many people came up to you with a smile, a hello, a handshake. It seemed like you were friends with everybody. So uh, that's great. I love the way you describe that to our listeners, looking in the mirror and wanting to be honest and a nice person. I think that's great. Do you have one resource that you could share with our Cars Yeah listeners you think they would enjoy? You know, go to our website, stunt21.com or stunt21.fr. You will will know me more than I know myself. (laughs) Yes. That's a great resource. Love your website. You will, if you still go to my website, you will visit my French factory, Indian factory. You will have so explanation with the hands, explanation with the test helmets. You will have so many information, you know. Yes. Uh, I, I have somebody, Florian, he will take care of that. He loves racing. He loves the company. And he loves to show what he's doing, you know. It's, yes. We are really, uh, go, go to our website, it's the best. After, you know, we are also on uh, all the media, you know. That's true, I don't go because I have too many things to do. You know, <laughs> I, I don't have time. I don't have time to go to see, watch movies. Yes. Because I have too many things to do. But, but it's so good. <laughs> Great resource. 
stan21.com. You are a very fortunate man, for sure. Well, listeners, again, you will find links to all these resources at carsyeah.com slash Eve Morizot. And Eve's name is spelled Y-V-E-S. All right, we're up to the checkered flag. And this last question, Eve, can be a real doozy. If you could only have one collector car in your garage, but don't worry about the price, because today I will buy you the car of your dreams. What would that one vehicle be and why? I, I, I knew that you will give me this question. But I, <laughs> I, I, you know, I saw so many great cars, so many beautiful cars. Yes, I Let's know. Maybe, 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 uh, maybe I would love to have a Cabriolet Daytona, you know, or maybe, uh, you know what? I like to close my eyes and dream of the cars. Hmm. It's so many beautiful cars in the world, you know, it's so many. And, you know, when you call on the 60s, on the 70s, on the 80s, on the 90s, on today, you know, it's so many, you know, depends what you want to do with, you want to to travel, to go somewhere, or do you want to have fun with friends? Do you want to go on a beach with with your wife and with your kids? You know, what do you want to be with? I you know, I'm grandpa five times. Do you want to take your, your grandkids with you? Yes. You need a four. You know, it's so many, I think, maybe, maybe, maybe I don't know. <laughs> maybe you don't know. <laughs> You know, it's too many, too many. Too I many. know you've been around, but let's uh, let's try to narrow this down just a little bit because if I let you get away with not answering this question, I'm going to have all my past guests calling me saying, Mark, <laughs> how come Eve got away with not answering that question? So uh, just today, it doesn't have to be what you would choose tomorrow, but today, if you could park any collector car, doesn't I wouldn't choose a modern car. I would pick something from the past, something uh, iconic perhaps. Maybe it's even a race car. Just think of one car. Give me one car. Yeah, Ferrari LM. Ooh. Okay. Ferrari LM. It was so gracious, so beautiful car. So many nice design cars. So many uh, dream cars. And with a Scuderia Filippinetti. You know, it was North, the Nart. With the Nart, you know. Yes. Uh, It was so beautiful car, you know, the the Ferrari LM. But Ah. it's not... Okay, thank you to buy for me because I don't have the money to buy. <laughs> well, see, I'm buying it for you, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll just, uh, I'll pick up a 250 LM for you and I'll have it shipped over there to France. Yeah, exactly. And you can uh, go zooming down the road and have a little fun. I know if I pushed you, we'd find a car that was close to your heart. And you certainly chose a very special car. Wonderful. Well, Eve, you have taken me on a great ride today. I knew you would and I've really enjoyed talking with you all the way from France today. Could you share one parting piece of guidance for our listeners, some advice for them perhaps, before you drive off into the sunset in your Ferrari 250 LM? You know, have a passion. Just be happy to open the ace every morning and watching the world like it is and enjoy the day. You know, I was working so hard in my life, you know, and at the beginning I was really working very hard. That today, when I hear people complain, ah, oh, oh, it's difficult, ah, oh, it's tough, ah, oh, no, guys, life is good. You are, we live in country with freedom and we live in country 
with a lot of uh, possibility to do. And we, if you are a good person, you will have a good lot of friends. And if you have a lot of friends, you're ready to go to play golf or enjoy with uh, uh, your car drive, you know. Like <laughs> I was doing uh, one month ago, three months, three weeks ago, when I was coming from uh, Newport Beach to, to Laguna Seca, I was driving with five or six of the uh, old uh, friends from racing, like Alvin Springer, from... Uh, you know, I'm sure you know Alvin. And, oh, yes. Uh, you know, well, he was a friend like that, you know. <laughs> he was so good. He was Patrick Long. He was Patrick Long. He was, and he was driving our car. He was Gérard Larousse, who was winning Le Mans. He was, he was we were five, six cars together, wow. driving. Around. If you have a good person, if you have open mind, you will have friends. If you have friends, you can enjoy life. But don't forget to enjoy life. You have to work pretty hard to make your money. Yes, absolutely. And again, what is the best way for our listeners to learn more about Stand 21? Stand21.com or come to see us. We, are, we have a very good, very, very nice uh, place in Costa Mesa, Orange County, South California. I think it's close to Arbor Boulevard, 3301 Arbor Boulevard. You will meet over there very passionate people. You will meet Kevin, Ron, Matt, Chris, Sharon, and, uh, and uh, you know what? I am a lot of times in your country because I love your country. I have a home in Newport Beach, and it's uh, like it's like my products. It's my home, you know. I love love to be in your country. I love to ride my motorbike with my friend. I ride to 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 ride my, my to drive my old 993 Porsche. You know, I love to 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 live in your country. Wonderful. I love your freedom, your philosophy, and also. You love cars. Yes. American people, you love cars. You are right. Well, listeners, you can find links to everything that Eve has been so kind to share with us today at carsyad.com. Just put Eve, Y-V-E-S, in the search bar and his show notes page will pop right up. So, Eve, thank you. Merci. Merci beaucoup. Voulez-vous, voulez-vous que je parle français? I want to thank you for being so generous today with your time and your expertise and for sharing your experiences and your life with our listeners. Until we talk again, I'll see you down the road. Merci beaucoup. Merci. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!